the mise plat. Don's La Maison is French for in the house. Did you ever watch that TV show Corey in the house? Yeah. <laughs> no. Is that like a Disney channel? Yeah. I think it's like Ravens. I don't know how that works. That sounds terrible. Uh, the Weird Al version of One Week is also better. That's at the peak of Jerry Springer. <laughs> And the stuff they get away with, my friends. Oh, Lordy. it's been one week since they had the feud between the KKK and the gay Jewish black dude. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I could see there being some contention there. Wow, strange Al for Jersey's. Oh, and welcome. Good morning, everybody. It is 11 a.m. Hawaii Standard Time, and that can mean one thing and one thing only. Put on your tinfoil hats, everybody. It's a special episode of the Biscuits and Gravy Show. It's a party in the CIA. We are broadcasting live from the Biscuit Bunker, hiding away from a lot of few things this week. Now, first of all, we are still broadcasting live from the Biscuit Bunker because COVID exists. A.K.A. That's what the bird people want you to think. But I'm really glad we've been doing the show from the Biscuit Bunker because you can read this up, guys. You can look, you can Google it. It was in the newspaper this morning. Our radio station, our TV station. The Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. The historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater <laughs> on 333 Dairy Road has a COVID outbreak. Oh, uh, good thing we weren't there. <laughs> the Lord, it's named after us, so we don't even go. Now, when it said it in the newspaper, did it say KAKU or did it say the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater? It did say Akaku, actually. Okay. Because <laughs> they didn't want the heat to be on the Biscuits and Gravy show. They wanted it to be on those patties at the TV right, station. You can't blame everything on us. Mm. Now, Chuck, the election's over. And no, it's not. Trump is still waiting for a vote. He's still going to win. <laughs> Well, the election results are still being contested by Trump, who lost the election. But the election's the over. The more he contests, now, the more they find people <laughs> voting for Biden. It turns out the only evidence of voting fraud turned out to be Trump supporter voting yeah. fraud. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just, I'm just happy that this whole thing is over because I'm looking forward to going back to not talking about politics. Yep. We were steered in a direction by people that hearts were in the right place. And every four years, the political discussion in this country comes to like a fever pitch. Mm-hmm. And then the fever is finally broken, so we can go back to... Oh, you're not talking about my least favorite baseball movie. We can... <laughs> fever pitch. Starring Jimmy Fallon and, I don't know, Drew Barrymore. I think it's Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I'm not talking about that. What was Adam Sandler too busy for the three-week shoot? Those terrible movies take. And it's it's also going to be fun to go back to, with all that QAnon and stuff LGBT going on, QAnon. and LGBTQ and on, we were covering a lot of like topical conspiracy theories. And now we're getting rid of that train stop, I baby. Can't, I can't wait to get back to the old school. We need to get back to the theories. nuts and the bolts of the biscuits and gravy show here, Vincent Bodie. Right. I'm so glad you said something. Lizard people, aliens, the cabal, chuds. Coming up on the show, we got a good one. We're talking about the Central Intelligence Agency Ooh. and events. I'm sure you're, you're aware of this because you were the one that told me this. I went down a rabbit hole last night. Did you know that the CIA uh, buys drugs and sells them for money? Yeah, they sold cocaine. We're going to be talking all about that. I went down this Iran-Contra affair conspiracy you, rabbit hole you, you last don't night. Say. And boy, do I got some fun stuff to talk about for Conspiracy Cookbook. But first... We're going to have home-cooked conversation, a little bit of what's going on, some gluttony club, and we're going to finish today's show episode with a lovely, lovely segment we like to call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. The reason the reason I'm I'm tired of covering all this like QAnon and LGBT QAnon conspiracy theories. It's like, you know, when you're in, when you're a kid and you're you're into something and then your parents get into it, and it's yeah. not cool anymore. Yep. That's how I felt with conspiracy theories. When you're a conspiracy theorist, and then all of a sudden the president of the United States is a conspiracy theorist who's endorsing your conspiracies, it's not fun anymore. kind of takes the fun out it's of it. It's not fun. It's not fun. Obama wouldn't even confirm or deny that he went to Mars. No, well, that's, not, that's not true. I believe NASA, either NASA or the CIA, came out and confirmed... Well, they came out and and went on record saying Obama had never been to Mars. Why would they have to say he never went to Mars? Exactly. He went to Mars. Uh, Donald Rumsfeld 
uh, in a radio interview, refused to say that he was not a lizard. Yep. Did you ever hear that? Yes. It was on Opie and Anthony, yep. and Louis C.K. asked him straight out. Are you a lizard person? It, and he refused to 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 respond to the question. He wouldn't answer, and he wouldn't confirm that he was not a lizard. That gives me a lot of pause, like a puppy. Oh, <laughs> uh, By the way, while we're at the top of the show, we should mention that if you're listening to this the day it comes out, which is Wednesday, uh, what's today's date, Chuck? Today is Wednesday, November 18th, 2020. November 18th. So tomorrow night, Thursday night, there's a comedy show at Vibe, uh, and I'm hosting. Whoa. I'm actually going to be hosting the comedy show tomorrow night at Vibe. You, Corky, and Ted, yeah? It's going to be me, Ted, Chino. Cor- I don't think Corky's on the show. Oh, who knows? But uh, there's this new comedian named Cody. Oh, Interesting. Wasn't Cody the name of the N-word guy yes. from way back in the day? And then oh, there was a Lordy. second Cody. So you know what happened to Cody? But then, isn't he, there a second Cody? There was a second Cody. And now there's a third Cody. So, so hopefully the third Cody's third a charm. Third a charm. Yeah. First Cody uh, got a restraining order put on him, and then when he was caught stalking the person, they found Wait, like really? tie-up cords and bleach in the backseat. Yeah, the stre- Wait, screenshot. N-word Cody? Yeah, N-word Cody. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. You never know who's going to show up at open mic, am yeah, I right, guys? But if you say the N-word at comedy a lot, you're probably a terrible person. So that's tomorrow night. There's limited seating available because everybody's going to be all Hold on, so there out. was a comedy show at Vibe two weeks. Are there comedy shows at Vibe every two weeks? It looks like it's going to be every two weeks. It's the it's the distanced social. Because I know I'm on one on December 3rd, which would be two weeks from tomorrow. Right. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Two weeks from well. Thursday. Yeah, that's going to be. And I'll see you next Thursday. Two days before the day after tomorrow. Oh, Lordy. Wait a second. Two days before the day after tomorrow. That's today. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving's coming up, man. We're going to butcher some duck, butcher some turkey, sous vide it, and then smoke it. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of plans for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Coming up on the show today, we're also going to be doing morning wood. Ooh. We've got a little stuff to talk about for Gluttony Club. Let's give them something to talk about. we got some spoiler alert to talk oh, about. Oh, dude. How about that TV show teacher? i got a lot to talk about for uh, spoiler alert. Oh, my lordy. And then also, we got a brand new conspiracy cookbook. Oh, baby. Set your ovens to 420 and grab the tinfoil. We haven't had enough chud coverage. Maybe next week we'll do some more chud conspiracies. I will, if you're going to do a rabbit hole of anything, it better be the cannibalistic human ground under my dwellers. <laughs> we have a chud corner. Thanks for tuning into KAK. Well, actually, our radio station is COVID, so whatever. We can just say all the dirty stuff we want today, right? Today's show is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Umbrella Patches. Hey, Vince, you know it's going to rain today? Oh, yeah? It's is cloudy, it? dude. You better huh. get your Benedict Cumberbatch's Umbrella Patches. Leaky umbrella? Don't just patch it up. Cumber, batch it up. Today's show is also brought to us by Chris Hemsworth's Discount Tailoring. What are your Hemsworth? We'll hammer the competition. Mm, I like it. Today's show is presented in part by Taylor Swift's Older and Overnight Alterations. <laughs> sometimes you need a tailor, and sometimes you need a Taylor Swift. Today's show is brought to us by Matthew Broderick's Broderickshaws, the safest way to be on the road with Matthew Broderick. Not available in Ireland. <laughs> oh, by the way, that's a subsidiary of Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. Oh, that's good. Friend of the show, Rick Astley Rickshaw Rides. And we want to remind our listeners that we don't condone Matthew Broderick running people over in Ireland and totally getting away with it. That's why it's not available in Ireland. Not available in Ireland. Look it up, everybody. <sighs> well, Chuck, do you ever feel like you just want to get away? Sometimes I feel like I am drunk behind the wheel. <laughs> well, let's say theoretically you're a uh, you're disgraced politician theoretically <laughs> did you hear about lindsey graham lindsey graham no lindsey graham dude he's crumbling like a graham cracker right now <laughs> lindsey graham's crackers have you had the same ideal since the 1860s <laughs> try lindsey graham's crackers they're white and they're dry yep lindsey graham's graham crackers not the good not like the teddy grahams they're dude. also racist yeah <laughs> <laughs> tastes like dirt well, it turns out that he tried to convince the governor of georgia or yep. somebody yeah. to throw away legal votes yep so it looks and like, there's a paper trail oh all no. about it so it looks like he might be in a little hot water. who would think that dumb dumb would be super blunt and super dumb dumb so it looks like as soon as this administration switches over there's going to be some politicians that might have to leave the country and they, <laughs> which we discussed last week they may want to go somewhere that doesn't have u.s extradition treaties yeah um so 
in honor of this, we've sent our good friend, friend of the show, Corky Garner, all around the world to different countries that don't have a U.S. extradition treaty to check out different countries. I like that at Safeway when they asked me to donate a dollar to kids. I'm like, no, <laughs> but I'd spend $8,000 sending Corky around the world or 12, for this 20-minute segment. <laughs> $12 on a bar of chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always do that with chocolate, and I'm like, ah, oh, this chocolate bar would be really good. But that's like a hit of acid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's give Corky a call, and we'll find out where she is today in a lovely segment we like to call where in the world is corky where in the world is corky it's presented in a part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like johnny depp's glasses the best perception is depp perception where in the world is corky is presented in a part by an endowment from james brown's scrotal transplant center papa's got a brand new bag at james brown's scrotal transplant center it's, it's a, a man's, man's world, world. Down at James Brown's Squirtle Transplant Hello? Center. Hello, hey, Corky. Caller number five, you're live. Welcome to the Biscuits and Grave Show. I'm Chuck Sauce. This is Vincent Fody. Thank you so much, Corky. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can hear you. I hope you were no longer at the highest elevation you were last week. Oh, yes, Corky was getting real high last week. Yeah. No, uh, no. She could so get me any this, opium from Nepal. This week, she's uh, a little bit closer to sea level. Yeah. And by the way, Corky, we were just telling our listeners about how we sent you all around the world to countries without a U.S. extradition treaty in order to uh-huh. scout out locations that some of our disgraced politicians may want to escape Friend of the to show, Trump, and enemy of the nation, Lindsey Graham. When they have to flee the country to avoid prosecution. So we really want to thank you for, for taking your own personal time to go out and scout these locations. So you want to tell our listeners where you are this week? I actually want to interject and just say, Corky, I'm so happy that you wanted to do this, too, because... You really just don't seem to care how dangerous traveling is right now. You just hopped on that train with the $15 stipend we gave you for food credit and uh, got on out of here. Yeah. So, yeah. so where are you this week, Corgi? I'm in Madagascar. Whoa. Madagascar. That sounds tropical and exotic. It is. The rainforest is here. Chuck's having a hard time wrapping his brain around. Are you around. okay? <laughs> Sorry, Chuck. I was trying to drink water, and Madagascar sounds funny. <laughs> wow, so you're in Madagascar, huh? Yep. That's where that movie um, Madagascar takes place. <laughs> Indeed it was. <laughs> Indeed. Have you Indeed. seen Have you seen Ben Stiller? Is he there? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. Um, have you seen any of those, uh, what are the name of those big, weird-looking trees? Truffle trees? Tru- David no. Schwimmer? Truffle trees? Yeah. Truffle trees? Yeah. Oh, I, I was think that's, that's from the Lorax, Corgi. Yeah. Not Madagascar. Yeah. <laughs> I believe they're called baobab trees. Oh, baobab oh, okay. trees! Have you seen any of those really cool, yeah. weird-looking baobab trees? Yeah, the baobab <laughs> trees! Of course, yeah, the anyway, Indonesia anyway. Zabal! I'm in one right now. How about the Bismarck bombs? <laughs> yeah, hold on, you're you're in one right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you are at a little bit of a higher elevation than normal. Because those this baobab trees are pretty tall. Hell yeah. And I don't know if you knew this, but the, the baobab trees, their fruit is a super fruit, very high in antioxidants. Mm. It's really good for you. I've had oh. baobab fruit, uh, and it's actually really tasty. You've had baobab fruit? Yeah. Quirky. <laughs> Why is Vince eating all the baobab fruit? He's not leaving any baobab fruit for us. I think uh, my old roommate Justice had some because it, it's one of those. It's one of those superfoods. Of course. Yeah. So, Hell yeah. So make sure you bring me back some baobab gummies. Now the reason we think that Trump and other disgraced politicians like Lindsey Graham, who should definitely get his tire slashed this morning, are going to go to Madagascar is because they're going to plant sixty million trees over the next few months. What in Madagascar? Yeah. So they're getting prepared for the Republicans to move there and then cut down all the trees. Oh, so they so they can feel at home by cutting down all the trees. Yeah, home is That's where. Right. The sacrilege to... Well, we know that Madagascar is really big on going green. As a matter of fact, I heard they're changing their name to Mad Electric Car. <laughs> That's true, Vince. Hold on. Is this thing on? Mad Electric Car instead of Madagascar. <laughs> you can feel free to use that one, Corky. Are you hitting up any I'm, open mics in Madagascar? I'm right... <laughs> um, yes, on Tuesdays they have a... Yeah, down at the Lemur Lounge. <laughs> the Lemur Lounge, yes, the Lemur Lounge. 
Say hi to King <laughs> Julian and Morty for me. <laughs> Two for one vanilla bean. <laughs> vanilla bean what? Or just vanilla, vanilla bean. bean. Just vanilla <laughs> beans. <laughs> so Madagascar, uh, very green, a lot of trees to cut down. It would be a good place to build a golf course and do some tax evasion, don't you think? A lot of endemic, exactly. a lot of endemic yeah. species as well. Quirky, what's the word yeah. on the street? Yeah, how are how are Bird. the how are the locals taking to the idea that we may send some of our disgraced politicians there? We're glad to have us. Oh wow! Well, yeah, that sounds, they're open arms, Vince. It sounds a lot more receptive than the Nepalese were. Now Nepalese mm-hmm. were not a fan of nepotism. Yeah. They were kind of cold. Yeah, these guys are really <laughs> spicing things up. If you know what I mean. <laughs> they're a little bit warmer oh, to the idea. Yeah. They've warmed up to yeah. the idea. Okay. They're just they you know you just come as you are. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, like like your Kurt Cobain. Is what they the say. Age yeah. Of consent in Madagascar is 15, so Trump is going to feel right at home. And it's a little old for him. That's a little old for him, but yeah. A little old, little old for them. <laughs> Maybe we could probably work it out. Who knows? He could, he could shave some he of those. He could be in the, the new Ma- in the new Madagascar movie. It's going to have Kevin Spacey in it. Yeah. And it's going to mm-hmm. be directed by, by Roman Polanski. Yeah, and produced by. The oh, United that's State great. Brothers. That guy's a, that guy's a real gem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although 15 years old is a little old for Roman Polanski. Yeah. It's just a tad, but you know, who knows? But yeah, you know, I think if you're going to be an exiled place, they said come down, you know. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's beautiful. They love the, you know, come tour the van, you know, come for the um, exile, stay for the, the flamingos. Uh, <laughs> Are there flamingos that's, there? That's the bumper yeah. sticker of Madagascar, man. You Maybe. know it? <laughs> Come, maybe, come for the maybe. exile. Stay for the flamingos. <laughs> I don't know, really. I haven't seen them yet. But you ever seen them on the bump of the? All right. Okay. Well, if you if you see any of those flamingos, you let us know and bring us one home, Corky. <laughs> okay, All right. Well, Corky, thanks for staying inoculated, and uh, look out when we reach out to you next week because we're going to be sending you to another place every week, Corky Gardner. We're so happy. Can't wait, guys. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Corky. We'll see you thanks, next week. Guys. No stay-at-home orders for Corky Gardner. All right. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> That was friend of the show, Corky Gardner, comedy writer, Corky Gardner, and broadcast journalist extraordinaire, Corky Gardner. Travelogue producer. <laughs> Just your logs. And all-around fun person, Lincoln's Logs. Today's show is presented in part by Bill Gates Gates. If you like Windows, you'll love Gates. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Robert Downey Jr.'s Down Jackets. They'll keep you warm even when the temperature is... Absolutely. <laughs> less than zero. Oh, darn it! <laughs> You're almost there, Joe. Ah! You don't have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure out these are quality jackets. Robert Downey oh, Jr. Oh, jackets. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and also by Jason Bateman's fishing supplies. A master fisherman needs a master Bateman. All righty. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Ooh, that sultry sound can mean one thing and one thing only, Vincent Fody. What's that? It's time for Morningwood Ooh. with Vincent Fody. <laughs> This is BGR 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. Coming up in the show, we're going to talk about the Bush family being a pile of shit. The CIA during the 70s. Sorry. (laughs) You can't say that on the radio. We're not on the radio, dude. They got COVID. They're not (laughs) on the radio anymore. Uh, Is is their whole family? This is BGR. (laughs) We're not... We're going to be talking yeah, about Barbara's a, diff- a real sweetheart. We're going to be talking about a different type of bush for Morningwood, though. However. Of course, Morningwood is presented in part by Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock; it's a rock lobster. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Morningwood is brought to us by Megan Fox's Foxskin Gloves. Got weird toe hands? Got weird toe hands? Cover them up with Megan Fox's Foxskin Gloves. And also, you know, when you're when you got a little morning wood and you need to make some morning love, you might want to check out Chris Tucker's mattresses. Get tucked in when you're tuckered out. Mm-hmm. Of course, I think the best sex is on Don Couch's South Maui Discount <laughs> Couch House. The best discount couches in South Maui. Hey Vince, don't sleep on the couch. I won't sleep on the couch now, Chuck. Now Vince, I know. You are a friend of the country Thailand. I actually, you know what? Not know for nothing. You, Tie know, me up, baby. I, I love know Thailand. You're a big fan. You love the, you love the Thai. You love Thai food. I do love Thai food. You love being tied I up. Drunk noodle. I do like being tied up. You love um, lady boys. 
not the biggest fan <laughs> of Lady Boys, but I did. Come on, like, we all love Lady Boys deep down inside, right? There's a big right, difference Doug? between a ladies' man and a lady boy. But I gotta say, Thailand kind of let me down recently because they tried they banned pornography. <laughs> well, you know what's gonna happen. Thailand has always been one of those places where, when you have certain proclivities that don't go over as well in the United States. Yes. You can kind of go to Thailand uh-huh. and do whatever you really want. Anthony Bourdain, no reservations. He kissed the lady boy and he liked it. Wait, what? Yeah, dude, you should see the Anthony Bourdain uh, episode about Thailand. He, he kissed, kissed the lady boy and he liked it. Oh, it's okay. okay. <laughs> I want to kiss and Katie then he Perry. got some... Oh, dude, Katie Perry, bro. Oh, my lordy! I hope my girlfriend don't mind it. Uh, but yeah, Thailand, they, they banned porn, uh, which... It's kind of sad now because we know that we, know. we talked about it on before on the show. There's a direct correlation between the banning of pornography and the rise of sexual assault towards women and domestic violence and domestic and violence and everything. Um, the, men need some sort of release, and so uh, so uh, abuse against women always goes up when the access to pornography goes down. Yeah, so hopefully. You, you gotta let us use our bodies like an amusement park. <laughs> so hopefully Thailand will see the error of their ways before things start to get too bad over there. Uh, although it seems like banned porn. They right, banned so Japan. They banned blurs the penis, right? Right. Thailand. I know it's a couple thousand miles away. Uh, Thailand ban- seems crazy that they would ban porn. I don't think that seems like something they would do in like a like an Islamic country or some sort of. Theocracy. Well, Vincent Fodi. Does Thailand have a, a big Muslim actually, population? Actually, southern, southern Thailand has a lot of uh, fighting Islam. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, you hate to hear that. Yeah, I mean, it's not all uh, holiday in Cambodia. But it is It is good news if you are the owner of a VPN because it turns out now a lot of Thai people are just buying VPN so they can hide their IP address and uh, now they can get all the porn that they want. Yeah. And then you could also, nice? you know, get unemployment and stuff. Also, this is weird, but Thailand apparently was really into porn. We found out recently Maybe from Pornhub. Maybe too much into porn. We found out that Pornhub released a statistic that oh, Thailand it, all right. Thailand had the uh, highest average time spent per country on the site, which was... Per capita. Per capita. Now, do you want to guess what that, uh, what that amount of time was? Two so, hours a day. Two... No. I don't know. You tell me. Per oh, person? Per person. How, what was the average amount of time that each Thai person spent on Pornhub? 11 hours a day. No, it was 11 minutes and 21 seconds per day, which oh. is crazy. That's the highest average. in the country, in, in, the, in world, the world, which means people on average all around the country are spending less than 11 minutes on Pornhub. We're getting in. We're getting out. Maybe, I mean, that, maybe that's just got to be Pornhub or something. There's got to be other sites. I mean, Pornhub's I pretty good. I like X videos. I like X hamster. I spend 11 minutes just deciding what I'm going to watch and getting all my tabs open. I That's one part and of it. Up. And then I get the other, <laughs> and then you got to go, and then you have to get distracted at the end, and then doing some James Dean you get, stuff you, you got to get all your your tabs open, and then you see some weird, like, alien hentai stuff, and you got to check that out. Got to check it out, you know, just to keep <laughs> things warm for a little bit. Just to keep things warm, and... I don't know. Eleven minutes. That seems like seems like such a rush job. Oh lordy, Thailand, man. So yeah, to answer your question, so uh, hopefully in- they're listening to the biscuits and gravy show. If you're out there in Thailand, get yourself a VPN, hide your IP address, uh, say that you're in America, and get that good, good pornography. So in Thailand, though, southern Thailand, a uh, lot of Islamic rebels, to use terrible terms, I guess. There's a, definitely a lot of uh, economic strife in Thailand. You know what else there's, there's a lot of in southern Thailand? Channing Tatum's tater tots. Mmm! Tatum's. They're halal. Put a little magic in your mouth. They are halal. They're great. Channing Tatum's tater tots? They are yeah. halal. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that, Chuck. And if you want to write down they your are, they're porn also journal, kosher. use Scarlett Johansson's stationery. Make every letter a scarlet letter. You know, some people have dream journals. I have porn journals. Yes. <laughs> Oh, today and I a saw PSA Lana Rhodes. Oh my God, Lana Rhodes for dude. the 50th time. Nick uh, Nolte, it's bad for you. Oh yes, unlike porn, Nick Nolte is bad for you. Now, uh, Pornhub didn't just release statistics about Thailand. I can't stop laughing every time you say the word released. Pornhub also released statistics about p- 
Horn Searches Most Popular by State. Have you seen this? Love it. So you want to go over some of these? these I are, would love to. These are the number one searched for things uh, on Pornhub sure. by state. Okay, so for There's instance, an Animaniac song about the this, state right? of Washington was double penetration. Oh, whoa! State of Oregon was succubus. Which Oregon? What are you guys doing, dude? They just succubus. All the drugs. Oh yeah, <laughs> probably some some they were doing too much cocaine and mushrooms, and they started seeing succubi. Yeah. Iowa was searching for yoga pants. Ooh, West Virginia was searching for. How tame for... is that for Iowa, dude? Hey, man, I love yoga pants. Oh, my lordy. West Virginia was searching for BBW. <laughs> I tell you. Uh, Hawaii was searching for a three way? A number. It wasn't a three way. A four way? It wasn't four way. Was it a six way? It wasn't 69. They searched for 808. So, no way. <laughs> so Hawaiians are going on to Pornhub and just searching 808. 808? They like to keep it local. Hold on. <laughs> that was Oklahoma rewarding. searched for cheerleader. Maine searched for daddy. Utah searched Ew. for Mormon. Wyoming searched for pregnant, which I got to assume is there's just like two dudes in Wyoming who are who are really into pregnant chick porn. They just do it all the time. The, the population of Wyoming. Wyoming has the smallest population. It's even smaller than Rhode Island. So I think there's like like one or two guys is throwing off the whole curve for Wyoming. <laughs> South Dakota uh, searched for wrestling. 808 did not disappoint for when you look it up. Yeah, it's locals. Wow. It's local brothers oh, and sisters. There's one Lordy. There's one video that says like hot chick from Awa Beach. Yeah. If you ever want to feel confident about your body, search 808 on Pornhub. North Dakota searched for pumpkin. Whoa! <laughs> Arizona search for Navajo, Minnesota POV, Alabama Big Booty. How do they spell Navajo? <laughs> they spelled it correctly. <laughs> New Jersey search for Fendom. Indiana search for Goth. Arkansas search for Furry. <laughs> what did West Virginia do? West Virginia was uh, BBW. And then, and then what was Virginia then? Virginia search for Sloppy Blowjob. Oh, I love that search. Sloppy Blowjob was the number one search now, in Virginia. I don't want to get Hub. too close to you, Vincent Foti, but don't you feel like, though, with, like, if you're searching the BJ porn, I mean, you, you're saying you want to see some D, right? Ohio searched for Cougar. What? And you want to know what my favorite one of all time was? What? Louisiana searched for, their number one porn search was for Popeyes. Whoa. And it's not Popeye the Sailor Man. That's right, Chuck. I'm talking about Popeye's chicken-related chicken pornography is sweeping what? Louisiana. <laughs> so, of course, I. this is not a joke, Chuck. This is real. I'm blown so away. So I had to look. I had to search and look up and see what all the fuss was about with Popeye's chicken porn. And it turns out there's a lot of, there's a lot of pornographic videos that take place inside of Popeye's chicken. No. <laughs> and here the, I thought KFC was finger licking good. There's one uh, ebony porn star in particular who has a lot of hits, and it's her in her Popeye's uniform getting railed in a Popeye's chicken. Uh, there's also one entitled "She Let Me TF Her for Popeye's Chicken." Whoa! That sounds like a win-win for the guy eating the chicken. <laughs> it is a win-win. Come on, it's like it seems like something that would be. This is like a great segue <laughs> from Morningwood into Gluttony Club. Before I go into it, though, which state do you know uses the most porn? Which state uses the most porn? Yeah, which state consumes the most porn? I would say it's got to be something sexually repressed, but also has a high population. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Would it be Utah? What is Utah? <laughs> they it actually, really is Utah? It was the first state to declare pornography as a public health crisis. And not only is it the number one consumer of porn, but it's also the state that has the highest number of prescriptions for porn. Prescriptions? Oh, subscriptions. Sorry. Oh, subscriptions. <laughs> like your doctor's like, all right, take some browsers every morning before you leave the house. That'll help with your depression. That will definitely you have help terrible you. handwriting. Browsers. <laughs> <laughs> Take some browsers and call me in the morning. Well, thanks for tuning in to Call me in the morning, with am I right? KKU, the Biscuits and Gravy Show is presented in part by Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. And also by Stephen Tyler's Hand Carved Arrows. When you need quality arrows, trust an arrow smith. 
now it's time to get in a gluttony club. I mean, that yeah, right all Vincent that Popeye's Cody. chicken talk got me all Dude. hungry. Now I want to I want to talk Dude. about some uh, Dude. gluttony club. Gluttony Ooh. Club is brought to us by Manny Pacquiao's Backpacks. When you need a quality backpack, Backpacquiao. Gluttony Club is presented in part by Tara Reed's Audiobooks, not associated with one of the many people that have accused Joe Biden of rape. Tara Reed's Audiobooks. When you need someone to read it to you, Tara Reed's. And also by Tom Hanks' Lamb Shanks. They're in a league of their own for a limited time only. Catch them if you can. Hey, Chuck, you know what I love about Tom Hanks' Lamb Shanks? They're big. They're big. They are. Tom Hanks' Lamb Shanks. <laughs> They're big. All oh, right. So man. for Gluttony Club, I should mention right off the bat, I got my pasta machine in the mail. Oh, baby. You got I, a machine making your own fresh pasta, bro? Mm-hmm. So you've, mm-hmm. we've all seen those pasta roller machines. And I know you, you have weed. one. Does that make you a pasta rasta? Oh, yeah. Ooh. I'm a rasta. I'm a pastafarian. Ooh, baby. Which actually, pastafarian is the real term for people who are FSM followers, which is Flying Spaghetti Monster. Of course, the Flying Spaghetti which Monster. Which I actually am a, I am a practicing pastafarian. Yes. All right, so for Gluttony Club, uh, I should just mention I made two types of pastas. One was Ooh. a regular, just just plain flour, just old school flour, egg, salt, a little bit of olive oil. Mm. But then I also made a semolina pasta. I like to go half and half. Yeah, which is which is what I did. I did half all-purpose flour, half semolina flour. Did you get the red mill with the old guy on the cover? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's so. He, he supports a lot of podcasts. Not ours. <laughs> Not ours, but a lot of podcasts in general. Frank's Red Mill. And I got to say, it came out really darn good. Mm-hmm. It was very delicious. Um, I love homemade pasta. It just has a much better taste and mouthfeel than... That regular dried pasta that you get in the store. Yeah. And uh, the cool thing is you flash freeze it and put it in a Ziploc bag, and then you have fresh pasta ready to go. Oh, genius. Whenever you need it. So now, you made your own bolognese with this, too, yeah? I also made a bolognese. Walk which, me through Vincent Fodi's best bolognese ever. You're a bolognese boy. Uh, olive oil. Then you throw in a lot of garlic and let that garlic start to— Hold on. Garlic? You gotta you gotta get a lot of garlic and oil and oil. And just, Are you sure you're making Italian food? And get that cooking. That's how every Italian food starts off with garlic and olive oil. Yeah. Uh, then chop up an onion, throw that onion in there, mm-hmm. toss a little salt on it, get it nice and sweaty, cook those onions down, and then you're ready to start building your sauce. You put in your crushed tomatoes. You start adding your salt, pepper. I like to do uh, oregano, basil. I put it in a little bit of fresh basil. Cause it's got to be pretty low heat then, yeah? I'm growing some little tiny basil out out front of my house, so I had a little bit of basil, f- some fresh basil to throw in there. And, uh, yeah, then you cook the – you get a pound of ground beef, cook that on the side, get it nice and browned, season that up, and then once that's just about cooked and ready to go, then you dump that in the sauce as See, well. See, the key is to do it separately because I, I watch a lot of these, like, one-pot meals, and – no, you gotta cook the meat separately, man. Yeah, especially if you're doing something like if like if you're making a bolognese or if you're making a chili, you cook the meat separately, and then when it's just about ready to go, then you throw it in and cook yeah. it the rest of the way. You you don't want to put in like raw beef into like a chili, even though it's gonna cook it up. You're not gonna get that that uh, crumble consistency no, that you not want. At all. It's gonna almost like turn into mush. So you want no to avoid that. mushy chili or mushy bolognese. And then, uh, also, in addition to all your delicious herbs and spices, you want to put that on low. Just let it cook for a long time. Mm-hmm. Let all those flavors mingle together. And it gets it gets you going because you smell it all day, man, in your house. Yeah. Dude. Then I I like to put like a like a half cup of red wine in there as yeah, well. Yeah, you do like the red red wine. Mix yeah. that in. It gives it a nice dark, earthy kind of savory mm-hmm. flavor as well. And you just cook that all day. Just want to cook it slow and low for a long time. And also, if you got some carrots, there's some carrots in there. I love carrots because carrots. I don't. I don't dice them up or shred them and put it in with the bolognese like no some way. people do. I just put a whole carrot in there, and then the sugars and the flavor of the carrot go into the sauce. And that way, you don't actually have to eat carrots. And then you don't have to actually eat the carrot exactly because you know I'm not a big fan of carrots, but well, I, do I like, like sugar. Carrots in. I hate when the t- I like sugar, sugar man. Chuck. I don't like the sugar. I don't want to put actual sugar in it. I don't, I don't I put actual sugar in my pasta sauce, but I will put in some carrots just to give it a little bit of that flavor and just to sweeten it up, just a skosh. Oh, my God. I had TGI Friday's mozzarella sticks, like the frozen ones from Safeway. Right. And it comes with the mozzarella sauce. (laughs) Unedible. Really? Too sweet. Too gross. Uh, Something that Diana and I will do if we order, like, a pizza. And you know how sometimes you order a pizza and it comes with, like, a dipping sauce, like a marinara dipping sauce? Or with, the like you said, the frozen mozzarella sticks. I'll make my own little 
little small batch of marinara sauce mm-hmm. or pizza sauce and and do that for dipping and man if you're looking for a way to to knock any dish up a notch that's just the way to go marinara sauce, just man. make your make a small batch of a little homemade marinara it mm-hmm. goes a long way and that was vincent Fody cooking me dinner also, peanut butter Oreos. <laughs> you saw those? Have you had those peanut butter Oreos? No, we had the uh, white fudge covered Oreos and the birthday cake or birthday cake Oreos earlier in the week. Birthday cake Oreos. Oh yeah, you like birthday Man. cake ice cream? So instead of the Oreo filling, it's like birthday cake filling. And around this time of year, they also come out with like the pumpkin spice. We Oreos. had them. They're okay. I'm I'm not a big fan of yeah. pumpkin spice everything. I like some pumpkin spice stuff. Oh, I made my own spatzel this week, and I used nutmeg in it. And it was really yummy. You ever have German spätzle? I have. It's really easy. It's two. It's two cups flour, two egg, or one cup flour, two eggs. A spätzle is like a. Is it like a like it's a, like a noodle? dumpling noodle almost? Like a noodle, it's like a dumpling kind of. Okay, yeah. but then is it is I've also seen spätzle where it almost looks like an orzo, where it's kind of like that's you're supposed to make it pretty thin. It's you're supposed, not supposed to make, to make it them big, thin, like kind of like rice. Almost. A little bit bigger than rice, but they're little droplets, and you just cook them in water for a couple minutes. Okay, so it looks like a couscous almost. They're a little bit bigger than that. Like an Israeli couscous. They're big. Have you seen Israeli like oh, yeah. Tom Hanks lamb shanks? Like with Tom Hanks lamb shanks, of They're course. They're big. Yeah. Have you ever seen Israeli couscous? Uh, yeah. It's um, big. Humble Market and um, Wailea had the Israeli couscous. Yeah. And they're big. It's the Mossad yeah. couscous. Yeah. They're beefy. <laughs> <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Gary Coleman's Coal Burning Furnaces. What you talking about, Furnace? How did this come out? A, a pretty good, pretty darn tootin' good. I did uh, with pork chops, of course. Oh, and that's then I, right. So I, then I deglazed the pan with chicken stock and added did some Did you pound out the pork chops? And of course. And okay. Because that's them. like the German way. Yep. Like, what um, is Wiener schnitzel? Isn't that, actually Wiener's. Yeah, so it's funny. In America, it's like Wiener pork. schnitzel could be like an um, dumb and dumber. He calls Wiener schnitzel a hot dog. But in Germany, it's pounded out. Usually is that where the misconception comes from? Dumb be. and dumber? It's got to be. Well, and you would think that they would have a good grasp on German culture because they played 99 Red Balloons in that movie. Right. <laughs> uh, Which is the bar Spatzel for... is so good, dude. It's so easy to make. It's so yummy. And it does sound good. Yeah, you just make it. It's like a, a batter. And then I took a spatula that had holes in it. And I poured, I poured the <laughs> spatzel into the spatula. And it popped out Spatzel. little droplets, and then you oh, know, that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah, really easy. Nice. You could also put it in a Ziploc bag, cut the bag, and squeeze them out to make longer ones. Oh, okay. And that would definitely be more like a gnocchi or like a piping mm-hmm. bag, maybe. Yeah. I also saw something else in the news this week that made me think of you. <laughs> was it cake eating cake? No, it wasn't cake eating cake. It was. Um, I know you're a big fan of sous vide. Love it. I got uh, a sous vide wagyu right jacuzzi, now. Right, yeah. The meat jacuzzi. And I know you just bought a sous vide machine. Yep. Well, there was a guy who, he must have been a big sous vide fan also um, because he went to <laughs> Yellowstone Park. Did you see this? No. Oh, you didn't see this? No. The guy, he went, he went to Yellowstone Park and he tried to cook a chicken in one of the hot springs. <laughs> he tried to do an all natural organic sous vide. He tried to cook the chicken in the hot springs, but it's like a protected area. You're not supposed to be in there. It's dangerous. Yeah. So he got. He I got, hope it wasn't plastic. He got fined, and he's on probation now for for trying to sous vide a chicken in a wow. in the Yellowstone nationally protected hot spring area. At what point could you also find him for like littering or something too? You know, like how many? Probably plants? they probably yeah. just threw some stuff on there. But wow. then Yellowstone Park came out and said, just a reminder for Thanksgiving time. You're not allowed to cook turkeys in the hot springs. <laughs> so Yellowstone Park you need has a big enough container, though. How dare you? Yellowstone I mean, Park has at least a nice sense of humor about it. That would have to be pretty hot to sous vide uh, turkey. It's got to be like 145, 150. It's pretty hot. I'm assuming that it's probably way that hot springs are probably hotter than that. Yeah, it needs to be a perfect temperature though. It's like sous-vide. steaming boiling water. Yeah, well, it's steaming and boiling more because there's other. I mean, like chemicals in it, but nutrients in it that make it. Look so you don't want to put it right in the hot spring. You want to make sure it's in a bag. Yeah. Before you put you it in the hot spring, that's how you sous vide stuff. You got to put Lord. it. Got to put it in a vacuum sealed bag. Put your rosemary in there. Drop it in the hot spring. Come back a couple hours later. How did you're he good get to go. Caught doing it. I don't know. Probably he because he was in a restricted time? area that he wasn't supposed to be in. Oh lordy, people are getting so desperate. Just buy a sous vide. It's seventy five dollars. You know, pocket thumbs. Pocket thumbs. Dude, I had the worst heartburn the other day, dude. Ah, I got a pocket full of thumbs tonight. I <laughs> hate you so much. Anything else for a gluttony club? 
<laughs> you don't want to hear more Spin Doctor songs? <laughs> no one wants to hear more Spin more, Doctor songs. Uh, spin Doctor antacid related parody songs? <laughs> no, no. Uh, so we talked about the cooking. We talked about the comedy. Hold on, is there some sort of in Hawaii? There's got to be some like volcanic hot spring somewhere, right? You can know what's surprising? Turkey in lava. There's, <laughs> there is active lava on and off. There in, is right in Hawaii, but we don't have the springs associated with it. Wow. Well, yeah. there's got to be some like hot gas vents or something where we could sous vide. Yeah, or like underground Vo- something. Volcanic sous vide turkey hmm. for if Thanksgiving. If you want to sous vide some volcanic Thanksgiving. turkey, give us a call at 808-873-3435. They have COVID on the other line, but, but someone will be there answering. <laughs> How did they get they COVID all, in a cockpit? They all have co- There's only like two people that work there. Oh, my God. For immediate press release. Somebody at Co- at Akaku got COVID. <laughs> How? I don't know. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show with so Chuck thoughts, Sauce thoughts and Vince Foti to our friends over at KKU. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by Beethoven's Apartments, now available for release, and also by Britney Spears haircutting scissors for the best in cheers. Get Britney Spears. Oh lordy! And of course by Frank Capra's Capicola. It's a wonderful sandwich. Frank Capra's Capicola. You don't have to go all the way to Washington for quality deli meats. That's gabagool. I'm don't a gabagool you, fool. Don't you love some gabagool? Oh, today's show is also brought to us by Christopher Walken's Running Shoes. When you got to run, stop with walking. Wow, Vincent Fody, what a great show we've had so far. We've talked about a comedy show at Vibe. We talked about we all the, talk about the food that. that we like to make this week. I'm sous-vide some Wagyu as we speak, and it's pretty tender, baby. It's that tenderoni. So you know even, even if you're not listening to this the day it comes out, we should Ooh. mention that they are doing the comedy show at Vibe every yeah. other Thursday. You wouldn't get it from so, this episode, but we are actually professional stand-up comedians. Yeah, just go to... TheBiscuitsAndGravy at gmail.com, no, BiscuitWars.com, or PowerUpComedy, or follow us at Power underscore up underscore comedy on Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. So if you're looking for... If you're looking for show dates, you can check out the Instagram for Power Up Comedy or the Facebook for Power Up Comedy. Or give me a call at 808-446-6912. I'll be at my house, 204 Luakaha Circle. It's always unlocked. You can just come right on in. Okay. Isn't that where the the Safeway Liquor Department is? It's also where. Brian Michaels, man. How did he change my house to Safeway Liquor? How? How has KAKU changed to the Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater? Uh, it took me like a year to do it. Today's show is brought to us by Jim Carrey Cemeteries. Somebody plot me. Jim Carrey Cemeteries. That's also the home of Jim Carrey's cremations. You're smoking. Wow. I'm so excited to get into. Are we doing spoiler alert? And then. Spoiler uh, alert. Ooh, baby. And then conspiracy cookbook. So first of all, this is like a, a spoiler alert uh, Pornhub crossover. The teacher miniseries coming what is out, that? dude. Oh, dude, it's about like a sexy teacher banging a high school kid. Wait, and it's like a, a series? Yeah, it's coming out. It's called The Teacher. Hmm. Jillian Anderson was also so in like a sex ed show where she played like a sex ed teacher. Yeah. Isn't it Germany? Uh, I'm not sure. But we should. We'll be talking about Jillian Anderson mm. in just a moment. But for because she's in alert, the Crown, right? She's she, in, she's playing the Iron Lady. She's playing Margaret Thatcher in season four of The Crown. Friend of the show, Jillian Anderson. Jillian Anderson. Um, so I know it's going to be very hard for you because it's going to be somebody <laughs> that you love playing somebody that you hate. <laughs> yeah, someone I want to impregnate for someone I want to murder. So if you're into Queens and you have Netflix, <laughs> check out The Crown season four or The Queen's Gambit. I hear the Queen's Gambit is so good. The Queen's Gambit was really good. It's only about six episodes. I told my friend to check it out. He loved it. He watched it in like two days. Um, it's just a really great series. So if you haven't seen the Queen's Gambit, that's one of my pick of the week. Ooh. Uh, also, the the Crown season four starring Gillian Anderson, co-starring, guest starring Gillian Anderson. <laughs> we we know her. We love her. The truth is out there. Gillian Anderson. The truth is out there. Uh, also, my other pick of the week is going to be The Mandalorian season two. Ooh, I saw you the and first I two episodes the of the first last two week. episodes. How's episode week. three? Episode three is really good. Remember how we were playing, you and I and some of our friends were playing Star Wars D&D? Yes. Star Wars themed Dungeons mm-hmm. and Dragons. Well, the anim- the character that I played was an alien species called Quarren, which is 
from Mon Calamari. Of course. They're like a squid face, kind of like a Cthulhu looking. It's funny that they're squid looking and they're from a planet called Calamari. Mon Calamari. <laughs> Mon Calamari. Uh, and so the Mandalorian in the, in episode three, there's a couple Quarrens that show up. Whoa. Uh, along with some other Mandalorians. And guess Is what? Is that a quarantine episode? <laughs> it's not a quarantine. They're full grown adult Quarrens. And... Uh, <laughs> Also, there's some other Mandalorians show up. There's some sexy lady Mandalorian. Sexy and lady she, Mandalorian. And that's played by the lady that played Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica. Mm. So if you're a if you're a sci-fi fan and you've got mm. a crush on Starbuck, don't forget to check out the new episode of The Mandalorian. Mm. Uh, and speaking of Battlestar Galactica, I recently found out that it's available to stream on Peacock. Which is weird because NBC didn't own the show originally. It was owned no. by a sci-fi channel. Yeah. But somehow Peacock got their hands on they got their hands on Battlestar Galactica. We're not condoning NBC streaming platform on the show. I That's... hate Peacock. Yeah. In in as a concept. But they do have Battlestar Galactica, so if you haven't seen Battlestar Galactica and you're looking for something to binge watch, definitely check out Battlestar Galactica. It's a great series. Edward James Almost is awesome. Uh, I watched a movie this week that I don't recommend. It's called Howard the Duck. <laughs> oh, yeah, he told me about that. Leah, Th- Spoiler alert, Leah Thompson, you don't get to see her nude, but she does try to bang a duck. And then Howard stays in America in Cleveland instead of going back home. Hmm. And... The teacher, the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, is an evil overlord person with terrible electricity around him. Oh, you know what's weird? I was just watching Deadwood, and the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off is also one of the characters in Deadwood. No way! In season one, he's in the first episode. Wow. Um, Oh, I should also mention I've been watching rewatching Parks and Rec. Of course, it's a great show. And that is also on Peacock. So if you're looking for something light and fun to watch, mm-hmm. if you're tired of watching all that like heavy drama, serial drama for shows, for those of us in uh, the and northern Rec. hemisphere, and it gets cold out, Parks and Rec, really great show to binge watch when it gets snowed in. Right. One of my favorites to binge yeah, watch when it gets nice snowed in. It's a nice palate cleanser show in between yeah. all that heavy stuff you've been watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Fargo Season 4, I've been watching. Newest episode of Fargo Season 4 is really good. I've been watching Deadwood, which is funny. I didn't know this, but in Deadwood, they call people squareheads, which is a racial slur oh against God. Germans and Norwegians wow. and Scandinavians. Not Albanians? And the Swedes. Whoa. They call them squareheads. So if you're looking for some old racial slurs to, that you can use in casual conversation. Check out our earlier episodes of Biscuits and Gravy. And also check out Deadwood um, on Hulu instead of watching. Who knew Hulu? In addition to watching Fargo, you can also watch season 11 of Archer is fun- is finished. There was only eight episodes. Season 11 of Bob's Burgers is still on. I just rewatched season one of Bob's Bur- Burgers, and I got to say, the show's always still been good, up. but it definitely it has got a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So those are all on Hulu. And then, have you heard about Conan O'Brien? Conan O'Brien show. Never on, heard of him. Conan O'Brien's show on TBS is going to end. They finally announced the end of his TBS show, and he's going to get a brand new show on HBO Max. Wow. Yeah, okay. so it's not going to be the same late night show. I think no. it's going to be some sort of variety show. I could see him. So it's probably going to have like a monologue. And he doesn't it's gonna be need probably to work. very Did similar. Did he make $325 million because NBC is terrible and screwed him over? Yeah, something like that. When yeah. he, uh, the court found that NBC was in violation of their contracts uh, when he Jay left the, when he left the NBC uh, Tonight Show, and so they Jay had to Leno. pay him out his entire contract. He got paid a lot it of money was from NBC. an exorbitant amount of money. So right, so he doesn't ever. I mean, have it's to work no again. biscuit bucks, but it was a lot of money. It's no biscuit bump, but that's some good scratch. That's what I call Ooh. walking around money. It's getting hot in here, man. I think I think the oven's preheated. What do you think? Uh, I think so, too. Are you ready to get into some conspiracy cookbook? The next stop on the biscuits and gravy train today is conspiracy cookbook. Set your ovens to 420. Grab the tinfoil hats. The world is a vampire. Trust nobody but yourself. Scent the drain. The world is a vampire. Today's show is brought to us by... Most Deaf's hearing aids. Get less deaf with Most Deaf. Hey, Chuck, you know what's the best part about Most Deaf's hearing aids? They're black on both sides. And the CIA uses them. Today's show is presented in part by Bennett Cumberbatch's Cookie Dough. Because the best batch is a Cumberbatch. (laughs) And also by Richard Gears Gears. 
Do you have a primal fear of gears that don't work? Do you have a primal <laughs> fear of gears that don't work? Get Richard Gears gears. They're suitable for an officer and a gentleman. Ooh, Made whoa. in Chicago. I love Richard it. Richard Gears gears. Mm. Dive in, baby. All right, so I wanted to to do sort of a return to some of our classic conspiracies uh-huh. instead of doing current day This is Conspiracy Cookbook with Vince Foti. So, of course, as you know, one of my favorite conspiracies is the Iran-Contra affair. I know. You almost is, wouldn't have met your amazing girlfriend because you were talking to me and Ted about the Iran-Contra affair. The Iran-Contra affair is a great uh, conspiracy slash scandal in American history because it's it's one juicy, delicious scandal wrapped around a creamy conspiracy nougat center. Reagan, very anti-drugs. Uh, but here's the thing. No. He had the CIA sell drugs to get guns, to give guns to other countries to create wars that he wasn't supposed to do. All right. So 1981, Ronald Reagan gets elected. Yes. 1982, his vice president, George H.W. Bush, Mm -hmm. Bush Sr. The former director of the CIA. Former director of the CIA. He wants to get the CIA, the FBI, and the military more involved in anti-drug, like the war on drugs. Yes. Right? Around so this time, the you FBI's... You need to start a war on drugs. The FBI's drug the budget goes from like $5 million to like $95 million. Yep. Right? They That's really... no small potato. They really ramped up the war on drugs. Which they took from NASA, and then we killed teachers in 1986. Um, Connect the dots, people. <laughs> now, the CIA, then during the Reagan administration, uh, they also, not only did they ramp up the war on drugs... Uh, they also, at the same time, were so the whole Iran Contra affair was about them doing arms deals and selling arms secretly to Iran, mm-hmm. and also using some of that money to pay off the, the people that took the hostages. But then we found out in 1985 from Oliver North that the CIA that Oliver North took some Peter of that money. Peter North's brother. Yes, so he took some of that money more than half of the money that was supposed to go to Iran and used it to pay off the Contras to fund the Contras in Nicaragua. Yes. Because they were anti... There was a lot of socialist revolutions going on in, in Latin America at the time. And uh, the Reagan administration was anti-socialist. And they used that money to pay off the Contras because the Contras were anti-socialist revolution revolutionaries. All right? Now... They also drugs are bad, socialism worse. So let's help out the anti-socialism by giving them drugs money. The war on drugs was part of a two-prong effort to a put black people in jail, of course, by selling drugs in black communities and getting them hooked on crack, so that they could pass more draconian drug laws like the like three strikes and minimal sentencing, mandatory minimum sentencing. And three strikes rule passed in California where Reagan was formerly the governor. And also actor. Yes. <laughs> actor slash governor, Ronald also, Reagan. Also, Reagan, how he apologized to the Iran-Contra affair was, I know in my heart it is not real. No! No, it's very real! <laughs> We all Reagan. we all know that we committed a big crime. In and my we got heart, caught. I don't want to believe. But I don't want you guys to remember the fact that we committed all these crimes. That is like some gangster stuff, by the way, right? Now, also, don't forget that the CIA at the same time was also using the DEA to shut down cocaine production abroad in all the other countries except Nicaragua so that they could consolidate the mass, the main share of cocaine production into Nicaragua so that Nicaragua could produce the most cocaine and use that money to sell it in America to to make a profit to sponsor the Nicaraguan Contras. All right? So during the same time, cocaine uh, was a class two drug, but crack cocaine and marijuana became a class one drug. Right, they made, they made uh, marijuana a class one drug around the same time. Now Chuck, I know what you're thinking. I already know all this. Of course. We've gone over this ad nauseum. Everybody knows about the ins and outs of the Iran-Contra yeah, affair. We all and the know CIA. Reagan, huge piece of trash. We all know everything about the CIA selling drugs in America and the Nicaraguan Contras and everything. So you're probably asking yourself, where am I going with this? Around the 80s, there was another major importer of cocaine into America. Of course. Who was that, Chuck? That would be uh, the car maker. Nope. Nope. Okay, never mind. Who the CIA also tried to frame and then it didn't really work out. It was 
Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Because Coca-Cola was uses uh, coca leaves that they got that they were getting from Peru. What? Coca-Cola. Well, you know, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola doesn't have cocaine in it anymore. Ugh, not but the even good old days. Up, but even to this day, they have coca leaf extract, and the coca no leaves way. that they that they use oh, that they get the extract here. from is all those coca leaves are bought from Peru. Okay. Now, in 1981, mm-hmm. the, the same year that Reagan was elected, there was also the the CEO of Coca-Cola stepped down. Yes, he did. And there was a new CEO of Coca-Cola, which was Roberto Guizeta, hmm, who was I'm smelling, I'm smelling who was an something an, there. Who was an anti-socialist Cuban refugee. Yes. And I'm positing that in 1981, the CIA secretly infiltrated and took over the Coca-Cola Corporation and implanted this guy and put him in charge because he oversaw two things. One, the introduction of new Coke. Which was a huge failure. Which was a huge failure, but also new Coke was the first time that they changed the formula to not contain any coca leaf products. Yep. Meaning that the DEA was pressuring Coca-Cola to get a new formula that didn't contain any coca leaf products. Therefore, they could shut down the production of coca leaves in Peru. And and only have it be from Nicaragua. And only have it be from Nicaragua. So I'm positing that the CIA was behind new Coke. But not only that, Chuck, not only that. But also around the same time, when they went back to when they went back from New Coke to Coke Classic. Now there's a demand for coca leaves. Now there's a demand for coca leaves. There's also a lot of people say that that it was a conspiracy because they were gonna get rid of Coke Classic, introduce New Coke, and then go back to Coke Classic so that it would make everybody want it more. And then which is what then, Taco Bell does. And then the the sales for Classic Coke would skyrocket, which they did. But also, when they went back to Coke Classic from New Coke, they also made another little tweak. They got rid of sugar, sugar. They got rid of real sugar. High fructose corn syrup. And now, they put what high country, fructose corn syrup. What country was producing sugar? Cuba. Cuba, exactly. And so, this is true. Castro came out and publicly denounced New Coke. Yep. So, we know that they... They kind of did this. The whole thing with New Coke was sort of a thumb in the eye of Castro from the CIA, who we know was trying to assassinate Castro. They were trying to weaken his power by weaning America off of sugar and switching over to high fructose corn syrup, which is produced in America because we subsidize corn in America. Yep. Not only that, Chuck, but high fructose corn syrup is more likely to cause diabetes. And we know that diabetes started affects skyrocketing. Skyrocketing. Diabetes affects black African American more community. than anyone else. You are sixty percent more likely to get diabetes if you are an African American. Sixty percent is closer to one hundred percent. So to not zero. only was the CIA selling coke and crack in the black communities, wow, passing draconian really drug laws to lock black people up, they also used Coca Cola as a giant uh, distribution setup uh-huh. for high fructose corn syrup in order to make the African-American community sick. The ones that weren't already in jail are now getting diabetes. Whoa. The CIA was behind new Coke. And that's what exactly what they want. We talk about the New World Order and the cabal getting rid of stuff, man. Getting rid of our freedoms. Getting rid of the American way. That's what they're doing, man. This is high-level stuff in and devotee. Is, that's why we continue to use high-fructose corn syrup and everything. And to this day, we continue to subsidize corn Yeah. in America because Whoa. it's cheaper and uh, it's more dangerous. Whoa. And sugar comes from Socialist so Southern America. There American you have countries. it, folks. Ipso facto, the CIA was behind New Coke. Wow. Ugh. Chuck, terrible. You, you should see so not some only did of they the, make crack cocaine, but they made New Coke. If you want to see some fun YouTube videos, look up. Which I do. <laughs> look up high fructose corn syrup conspiracies. Of course. On YouTube, man, there is some fun stuff. What's that out Matt there. Damon movie about high fructose corn syrup? It's what? so good. Oh, there's a Matt Damon movie. The one where he shrinks down. No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> about high fructose corn syrup. Um, it's really good. Anyway, what? Check it out. Yeah. Burn after reading? No. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it's great. Does the it... informant. That's what it's called. The... Oh. Okay. Where they were doing price fixing or something? Yeah, but very loosely. And he contacted the FBI, but it was he that was doing the price the fixing. The price fixing? Yeah. Huh, interesting. Wow. 
Doesn't it feel good to go back to old school wacky conspiracy theories? It is a party. In the Absolutely, CIA. it feels so good, man. Next week we're talking about depopulation, new world order, new world order, agenda twenty one, agenda twenty one, and chuds. We got to go back into the bunker, man. The bunker is not just about COVID. The bunker is where the conspiracy theorists like us need to hang out, man. Well, we had almost a whole year of QAnon conspiracy Ugh, theories, five G the conspiracy theories, COVID theories. I can't wait for the six G conspiracy I theories. Just, Can we just? It's just nice that. to get back to the classics. You know, it's yeah. nice to get back to basics. It's almost we're like Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Vince Woody, I'm so happy you brought that to light today. Any final thoughts on the CIA being a bunch of terrible people ruining the the, the world? Um, no. I'm all, right. all for the CIA funding coups in other countries, but then we get offended when other countries fund coups in our country, which is what happened in 2016. I only fund coups in countries that speak pigeon. <laughs> Today's show is presented in a part by Justin Trudeau's Real Bread, because real bread can only come from a Trudeau. Biscuits and Gravy Show has been brought to you by Benedict Cumberbatch's Slumber Mattress, available exclusively at Chris Tucker's Mattresses. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy comes in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. Get your next Umberbatch from Cumberbatch. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. Get unencumbered with Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. And listeners like you. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show, formerly on KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of COVID. The man you trusted isn't wavy gravy at all. I am the waviest. I am the graviest. I am Chuck Sauce. He is Vince Fody. We are Biscuits and Gravy. You're a son of a biscuit eater, Chuck. Quiet, you sons of biscuit eaters. Is that from the Somalia episode? (laughs) It is the Somalian pirate episode. Oh, I love it. Which I believe is season 11-ish. Uh, if you haven't seen that, all of South Park is available to stream on HBO Max right now. Go watch no some South Park, guys. No longer on Hulu. Very disappointed. No longer on Hulu. All right. Are you ready to get into some Chuck Stuff and Knowledge? I thought we were going to talk way more about how the Bush family is terrible, but I guess we'll save that for next week. We can always talk about the Bushes and how uh, the the guy, the George Bush's grandfather got a bunch of money from the Nazis. Remember that? Yeah. He went to Yale. In and, Connecticut, right? <laughs> He's part of the skulls. There's, there's. We've done some really deep dives on the Bush family before, but the deepest. Just remember, they stink. They do. Okay. Ooh, well, we can talk more about the, the buffalo. Well, the land of the buffalo roam. Mm. Are you ready for Thanksgiving, dude? I like uh, the Bush twins. It's gonna just be us, like drink bourbon and have a drink. And again. and and twins. <laughs> All right, lean on me, man. <laughs> this is Chuck's Off the Knowledge Buffalo. This is where we prove not mm, only that Jenna I'm the smartest Bush. buffalo in the world, but that we are actually an educational radio show. Jenna Bush does sound like a porn star name. Oh, dude. What the was most. the name of the other one? It was Jenna and somebody. Barbara? No, the the other the other Bush twin. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, Jenna and something. Mm. It, we'll, we'll we'll do that Paisley. on a follow up junction next week on Biscuits and Gravy Show. <laughs> All right, Chuck Stuff Knowledge Buffalo is brought to us by Anthony Hopkins Pogo Sticks. And when you want to get hopping, get Hopkins. Wardrobe for the Biscuits and Gravy is presented in part by Glenn Close's Closets. Looking for the best closets? You're getting close. <laughs> All right, our first question comes from Dan in Twin Falls, Idaho. Oh, by the way, if you have some. Trivia questions, don't forget, email them to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. We'll ask them to chuck live on the air. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com or visit our website, biscuitwars.com. All right. Our first question comes from Dan in Twin Falls, Idaho. Dan wants to know, you know, SCUBA is an acronym. Oh, my God. Chuck, I do know SCUBA is an acronym. I know does, all about what it. What does SCUBA stand for? Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. That is apps apparatusly correct uh-huh self-contained underwater breathing apparatus sorry Scuba. i just had a vent late <laughs> all right uh are you holding your nose because i stink <laughs> oh no you're just <laughs> pressurizing just pressurizing all right our second question comes from elaine in lake minnetonka minnesota elaine wants to know a gumshoe is a term for what profession it's a nickname uh, for what profession? Gum oh, a shoe. gumshoe. Gumshoe. Now, as luck would have it, I've actually been watching a lot of Columbo lately. <laughs> <laughs> so I know, I know that it's, it's a detective. 
That is correct. Also, my favorite thing about Columbo is that he is yeah, smoking he's got a cigar in all these like art galleries, and people ask him to put it out, and he just puts it out on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> also, a lot of shag carpets in every Columbo episode, and they look ugly. Our third question is always a sports question. You know what? In what? 80s, people had carpet in their bathroom. Remember that? Ugh, I know. Carpeted bathrooms? My bathroom smells enough like pee already with tile. Imagine with carpet. You know what I would? What I love most in my house? A carpet that smells like pee that I can't take out and wash. All right, our third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. Chee-hoo. Our third question today comes from Ashley in Pukalani. Ashley wants to know, James Vanderbeek plays a high school football quarterback in this 1999 movie. James Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek. And also, you know, it's funny. This morning, I was giving Paul uh, Walker was also in that movie. He was. Uh, Chrissy's going to put uh, Ready Whip on the list this morning, <laughs> just in case. Unrelated you be ready. to to uh, what is Varsity Blues? Varsity Blues is correct. You got three out of three, wow, Chuck. This never happened. Wow, uh, didn't you get three out of three last week? I think so. I've been killing it lately. Yeah, killing it. You talked about how Meatloaf was in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, mm-hmm. but you got three out of three, Chuck, and you know what that means? That's the end of our show. Oh lordy. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Paul Reiser's Yeast. Makes a great Jewish rye. You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's Yeast. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We'll see you next week. Same bits of time, same gravy place. Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes from our lovely sponsors like Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. Guaranteed to get the red out. You'll have a trail of cheers with Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. And also James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Vincent, I love you. We had a great time. We'll talk more about the Bush family being terrible people. And for me to you, hello! <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe Reagan would say stuff like that? He's terrible, too. I'm glad he died.